Captain's Log, Stardate, Horny Dot Time. I'm Comrade Britton. And I'm Pat Fentanyl Mud. These are the voyages of the starship USS Twitter Blue, our ongoing mission to explore new Trek episodes, to seek out old Trek, both cringe and based, and to boldly go into a rock monster's hole. So Trek a podcast is here. So Trek. One half vegan, one half queer. 100% communist. Unless we have a less leftist guest. Patrick and Britain. Talking, joking, farting and Right in your ears. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the bridge. Shit, that was terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the bridge. Uh, This is uh, Soy Trek, the Star Trek podcast where two Trekkies, derogatory, ask themselves what that Spock is he doing? What that Rock is he do? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that Rock is he gonna rock you all night? Oh yeah, it's a dry as a bone, but it's <laughs> it's ready for a bone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, put a little lube on there. Get, you got you got some mud going. Oh yeah, like you, industrial, like you know, rock lube. Mm. What is? I mean, rock lube. I guess is water, right? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Do you think rock monsters have dildos? I mean, it looked like there was a couple spires there that could have probably sat on. Spiders? Spires. Oh, spires. Yeah. <laughs> God, I lo- you know, we don't use the word spire enough anymore. No. Yeah, I actually wrote a song, uh, unsurprisingly, like a... The uh, wizard spire. It was, it was, <laughs> uh, the, uh, what was it, the, the twisted spire. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, uh, God, I, I don't even remember the song. Kind of yeah. like those... Um, Remember those like uh, oh, that's lollipops right. you would get that a, were a spire? It was called a victim of the the twisted spire. Oh hell's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like a prog black metal song. It's pretty cool. Mm. Kind of a sleep vibe going. <laughs> no, nothing like that. Oh damn. Yeah, maybe I'll put it in the episode. No, I won't. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to edit it in. I want to want to have to take the time to find it. I don't even care. <laughs> um. So, uh, due to requests on the internet, we are now beefing with the Greatest Generation podcast. Uh, I don't know what the podcast beef looks like, and I don't listen to their show. We're not going to do any fucking research on it. We don't really care. You know what? I'm going to start listening to them. Yeah, you, you keep saying that. You have it. Um, and, and so, so we're, we're just going to uh, like not know any information about them and um, just make fun of them that way, I guess. So I, I guess keep forgetting. I guess they call their show a Star Trek podcast by two gay guys who are a little embarrassed to have a Star Trek podcast. And you know what I say? Uh, shame is for the weak <laughs> and you are without honor. <laughs> you will not be going to Stovacor. No. No, you sorry. Have to be sorry, fellas. Sorry, fellas. I definitely don't bring Barge of the dead for you. I definitely don't bring it up at work. Uh, Yeah. I definitely, I definitely also didn't definitely tell like the muffins I made for all my coworkers were vegan. Yeah, I just laughed as they all ate vegan, vegan muffins and yeah, said yeah. they were good. <laughs> <laughs> now you're all liberal. <laughs> <laughs> I was like muffin time. And then <laughs> like muff- what? What kind of? Fine, I'll eat a muffin. <laughs> it's got calories. It's got calories. Try to lift. 
Yeah, I mean, like, think, think, like, what, what would be more acceptable to them? Like, because they like baked goods. I'm sure if you, if you put, if you actually made them in biscuit form and called them biscuits, mm. they would have been so much more like, yeah, biscuits I are mean, for men. Fuck it, yeah, it, it was definitely like two sides of the coin where there were some dudes that were absolutely stoked. For oh them. yeah, like because yeah. there's like you know, like if you're just a dude who rocks, yeah. You like muffins, oh, unless yeah. you have a yeah, gluten thing or something. Yeah, and I'd be like, you know, because I'm a dude who rocks, even <laughs> though I'm non-binary. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a dude who rocks, and I'd be like, dude, muffins. Let me house on those muffins. Yeah, I, I'd give you like a pound and be like, dude, these are these are mad, mad, mad good, dog. Yeah, fucking bring in muffins anytime you want, dog. <laughs> like, you know, there's there's dudes like that. Yeah, because dudes do rock. Dudes do rock. But then there's. Not dudes. There's one guy who absolutely refused to a guy. Touch a he's a guy. Yeah. That's it. That's it. He's not a dude. He's a guy. Yeah, guy. And guys don't rock. Guys don't rock. Dudes rock. Like, I'm not gonna touch those muffins. All right, then don't. Yeah. More muffins for everybody else. Exactly. I get an extra muffin, you dumb butthole. <laughs> oh, what you think muffins are like a feminine baked item? Yeah, I guess guess you're missing out on like everything good in life. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta I gotta put arbitrary gender terms to these fucking <laughs> items that you these consumables. And I can only consume things that match my gender identity. And then I can I, I give an impassioned speech and convince him to eat a muffin, and then I'm like, no, you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so uh, we have ads now, as you may have noticed. Don't want ads? Well, little is $2 a month. Go to patreon.com slash dumbidiotbs. Get high-quality stereo episodes. Listen to them right as I'm done making them. You don't have to wait for them to trickle out like piss on my leg right now because I totally forgot to pee in the break. Oh, you did? I'm kidding. I, uh, I'm just, I'm, I just have an, uh, a problem. <laughs> I feel you. Yeah. No, no, you don't feel me because if you did, you'd be like, "Well, that's very wet." That's a lot of piss. <laughs> that's wow. <laughs> I mean, those those sweatpants are really like a sponge. And then I show you I'm wearing three pairs because otherwise it will just start soaking the carpet in the middle. Th- those of the are actually special sweatpants you've you've made out of Depends brand sweatpants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sweat all, depends. All absorbent. <laughs> just full leg diapers. I was wondering why you had like uh, had ties, had zip ties at the at, at the uh, ankle. Yeah, <laughs> and the rubber rubber banded it up there. Yeah. <laughs> they just have zip ties going. Just, otherwise, it just like uh, my, my floor would look like the bilge of an old wooden ship. <laughs> like, Do you remember that old um, uh, salsa commercial where it was the guy like stealing the salsa from a restaurant? No. Uh, and like it's just a Chi-Chi's salsa commercial, and like he would he he, he went into into the. Uh, I think that's a regional thing. I've never heard of Chi-Chi salsa. Wow, is it is Chi-Chi's East Coast? I don't think it exists here. Have you seen it here? I mean, Chi-Chi's went went out of business like years ago. I okay. think before I moved out here, because like uh, they gave a bunch of people uh, salmonella or something. Hell yeah. Yeah, with green, they had uh, poison green onions or something, so they all went out of business. Bummer. Yeah. Gotta look out for those scallions, those rap scallions. Those, rap those scallions. are rap scallions right there. <laughs> hey, I'm a scallion. I'm here to say I'm an onion in a very cool way. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, also, uh, if you uh, talking about the Patreon again, uh, if you give us five dollars or more, uh, oh, you get access to a Discord channel too. There's that and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, if you're super cool, pay five dollars a month or more. We mention your name and we say thank you to people just like Dylan Lance, Ian Killia, Jonah Hearn, Shane Sawyer, Jordan Hale, Adam Zendel, Electric Baphomet, Emma Glavish, Nick Savard, David Craning Sites, Cappies, and our newest member PJ Hale. Welcome, PJ. Yeah. 
Hell yeah. Uh, all of whom are cool as hell and deserve. Um, uh, you know what? If you have a lighter, everyone can always use a lighter, right? Mm. Even if you don't smoke or anything, lighters are super useful, right? Mm. If you got a lighter on you, give it to your friend who listens to this podcast. Oh, yeah. I got lighters all over my place to light all the different various candles we have in each room. Yeah. Oh, so you have the long lighters and stuff mostly, or do you have mostly Bix? Or do you have no, to? No, just Bix. I, I hate that, because especially if you have like a long, thin candle, like yeah. the prayer candles that we sell on soytrek.com. <laughs> um, you know, it's they like. They do become impossible to light unless it you sucks. have one of those. It's, yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. Uh, what I do is like, I just, if with the long ones I can't reach, I just roll up a piece of paper. I do that. that. Yeah. Yeah. I do that too. But that's like. Dangerous. Unne- yeah, unnecessary and dangerous. Like you set your fucking house on fire, yeah. or your your hair, or your beard. Oh yeah, yeah. I've been set on fire many times. Usually, careful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're a welder. It happens. Yeah. Um, God, yeah, I found I was, out you don't even feel it when you're on fire. I realized, which is very scary. God, there was a uh, there was a the map gas thing. I want to talk about to you later mm. that I saw. That was really fucking cool. <laughs> um, do you use map or MAPP? No, oh, bummer bummer it's a cool fuel mm. it's a cool fuel cool fuel it's actually very hot i think, <laughs> I think it burns at 3800 mm. super hot so um all those folks are cool as hell and deserve to be uh oh given a lighter that's right so uh, also if you give ten dollars a month you get access to uh my plex server the media dungeon which uh, you have access to yeah and uh that has about sixteen thousand films over 700 shows uh, new shows uh, each and every day. Oh, shoot. I am on the wrong episode here. Um, shows just like uh, Eerie, Indiana, yeah, which uh, Joe Dante was heavily involved in. Mm. Yeah, I, I used to. I loved that show when I was a kid. I used it's to super watch weird. It time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, had some really scary episodes. Mm. I remember like I was just like, there'd just be episodes where kids die. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Hell yeah. We love that. <laughs> uh, all of Fleabag, the British show. Oh, I never yeah. saw that. It's pretty good. It's good. very funny. Very, very funny. Uh, for uh, for All Mankind, Ron D. Moore's new show, mm. that uh, the guy who is uh, was the showrunner for The Expanse is doing this season, I guess. Mm. Which sounds very promising. Oh, I love The Expanse. Yeah, everyone loves The Expanse. Expanse is great. Uh, also, all of the uh, m- classic Magic School Bus series. Mm. Once again, that's patreon.com slash dumbidiotbs. That's dumbidiotbs, <clears throat> which stands for bullshit, but also stands for bourbon sex. Which is not a coincidence. We'll see you there, everybody. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, hey there, Patrick. Would we, uh, would we have a, what do we have a watch of this this week besides the Picard finale that was surprisingly good? Um, it was uh, the animated series episode ten, Mud's Passion. Oh yeah, let's get into it. Why is that so animated? Your drawn-out TOS makes me frustrated Well, at least they got Kirk and got Spock and got Bones and the rest of the cast So at least there is that Honestly, promise me Jim won't fuck the cation She's a cat Cool. I turned it off manually that time so it didn't repeat. Pretty sure the cat did get fucked in this episode oh she got railed <laughs> like she she got the full haggis if you know what i mean mm-hmm. she didn't have to haggle for that haggis either <laughs> came right at her salami style baby she was pull, pulling back the layers like it's an uncircumcised <laughs> dick <laughs> wow 
Wow. <laughs> I mean, it is. Yeah, it was, it is. I, was a, I was using a euphemism. It, it wasn't an actual salami. It was, or haggis. It was, it was okay. Scotty's penis. Yes, yes. That's yes. what I refer to it as. Is that okay for you? With, <laughs> yeah. With, that from now on <laughs> we call it the haggis all right officially on this podcast yes. they have vegan haggis at the at that one excuse me yeah what and, uh, I, you know what I'm vegan gonna, haggis i'm gonna go buy it this weekend yeah I, why I, I, I bought it before and i never opened it i kept it around as a novelty thing yeah because it is a novelty why would why on it's, earth a, would... it's also in a can and they sell, they sell it at the um you know in polsbo there's that weird uh viking store it's like, and uh, they have they have, a, they have good beer selection and stuff. They also have like a vegan haggis can. I I bought it once and I just uh-huh. kind of kept it and I lost it. That, I, I gotta, that sounds I disgusting. Try I mean, I'll, I'll I'll buy it. I'll let. You, oh, I'll buy two and we can eat it on 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 uh on the podcast. People can listen to our wet mouth noises while we eat a. Uh, you know what? Yeah, let's do like vegan food reviews. And stuff. I mean, <laughs> yeah. this this podcast is one half vegan and one half queer, mm-hmm. and we almost never talk about veganism unless we're like no. making a quick joke about it. Yeah, like, yeah. Wild. Yeah, we sh- uh, need to. Uh, like, and I, I I literally cook us like a vegan feast like ev- before every single podcast. You do. So maybe we should start talking about what I cook. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. Is that good podcast material? Uh, weigh in. If yeah. you're on our Discord or online or something, <laughs> tell me. Do you want to hear us talk about vegan food that I made or just vegan food in general? Yeah. You want to you know, know, about, you nah. know how good vegan haggis is? Hell yeah. Let us know. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's get into this week's episode of the animated series that we watched. Uh, as you said, episode 10 of season one, Mud's Passion. Uh, this one first aired mm. on November 10th. 1973 Hmm. and uh yeah this is um directed by hal sutherland Mm -hmm. as this entire season of tas was Mm -hmm. and this one's written by a guy named stephen kandel and kandel was a prolific television writer uh, with over 200 credits and he's one of the producers like executive producers behind macgyver oh i love macgyver yeah macgyver rocks everyone loves macgyver i i found out just today I mean, I, I think I knew this before because I watched a bunch of the series. My brother's really into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but I didn't remember. His first name's Angus. Yeah, Angus MacGyver. No yeah. one's named Angus anymore. No. When was the last time you met an Angus? Uh, there's also that movie called Angus, isn't there? Oh, I've got that movie in yeah. 1080, baby. It's real hard to find, <laughs> to be honest. It's really weird. You know what's funny? is like my great aunt was just like, you look just like him, Patrick. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. Welcome to body dysmorphia. <laughs> Like th- Jesus Christ! Like thanks, Aunt Edie. What a that's evil. Yeah. Are you serious? She told you that? Yeah. Has she watched the film? Yeah, I think we. I watched it over at her house one time or something. The film's about a kid dealing with like body issues Being and fat. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, she was like eighty years old. She's old. She also had brain tumors. <laughs> Oh, okay yeah. that's okay like being old doesn't like excuse anything yeah, in my yeah. opinion brain tumors though yeah i'm gonna be honest <laughs> yeah that's way beyond it, it, yeah it did it did it did like uh it did uh remove the filter yeah we we yeah. like that a lot yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's that's tragically hilarious yeah now. that's that that really switched gears once the brain tumors came in <laughs> Thanks for that, buddy. You're uh, so we open on a uh, shot of the Enterprise traveling through space with a captain's log. We get captain's log, start date 4978.5. We are approaching the 
Cardian star system on a mission to locate an old friend. Kirk asks Spock if he thinks Harry Mudd is down on the planet. So right from the get-go, mm-hmm. this is some tight writing. It's just like going for an old friend. You ask, hey, who's that old friend? Hey, you think Harry Mudd's down there? There's your old friend, buddy. <laughs> so um, if we remember, Harry Mudd, he's like a wheeler and dealer, mm-hmm. like a con man, basically. He's been in, he was in two episodes of TOS, I want to say, mm-hmm. right? I think so. Uh, that I, I recall. A couple one where, episodes of Discovery as, as a new character. Yeah, played by Rain Wilson. Mm-hmm. Who's not, not bad. He's just like... Ridiculously overpowered. A, a little bit. He's just like too smart. Yeah. Whereas like before, like, you know, as we'll see in this episode, like Mud was very... He kind of just like... He's tricky, but he's not smart. He's, he's like very early Ferengi. A little bit, yeah, 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 yeah. He's he's very deceiving. He's just a good good liar. Yeah, and I feel like he's, the rain crafty the Rain and, Wilson and one is more like a genius. Yeah, like yeah. he's it like yeah like he's more resourceful. Honestly. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Which he's, uh, he's, he's resourceful and not afraid but, to take an opportunity when it presents itself. Right, and uh, but I'll say like the the Rain Wilson one happened like what like probably like ten years before, so it could have been him when he was younger and better at what he's yeah, doing. Maybe and also, he got hit in the head too hard, and yeah, right. And then he lost. It. I mean, he he's bald here, and the Rain Wilson one isn't bald. So yeah. like maybe the baldness gave him a lot of like issues with like you know hair dysmorphia. Yeah. <laughs> His great aunt with t- with brain tumors told him he looked fat. <laughs> <laughs> you you look like a bald version of that boy Angus. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, so Spock says the possibility of being on the planet of called Motherload, and yes that is the name of the planet hells yeah so yeah this is uh the same writer who named him harry mudd so this is this is actually the third episode this writer has written with harry mudd in it for star trek this dude loves harry mudd so yeah like he he uh like, basically his only star trek credits are just harry mudd episodes hmm. that's amazing that's wild yeah just like it's yeah his, it's his oc that he decided to self-insert yeah, it's great. We love it. It's probably his fetish somehow. I don't know how that works, but yeah. Harry Mudd, Harry Mudd is his fetish. Well, I mean, it, it makes sense with the robot women. Yeah. Because the original ones, so like the first one, he comes aboard and he has like robot women. Mm. And then uh, I kind of forget what happens. But then the second one, he, he's like on a planet with robot women and they leave him there with like a nagging girlfriend. <laughs> and it, it, it's, That's the true punishment. It... so um spock gives about an 81 percent chance of mud being on the planet uh, and he's all technical about it Mm. and uh bones is like why can't why can't you not talk like an idiot um (laughs) and uh eric's uh says that they're getting within parking distance the planet and so they make orbit so down on the planet, we see Harry Mudd, who's played by the original actor, uh, Roger Charles Carmel. Mm. And he's talking to, heavy, he's like, heavy metal miners. Uh, they're working in the uh, the mines of Judas Priest, apparently. Heavy metal miners. <laughs> so, yeah. Heavy metal miners! <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he tells them they're shrewd and intelligent. And it, by the way, I got to... Uh, Harry Mudd is like gay. He's like flamboyant. Mm. He's wonderful. Uh, he's like 
I, I'm pretty sure the the actor was gay in an age before like you were allowed to be gay as an actor. Oh really. yeah, and so he's just like. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> kind of very foppish. Yeah, he ha- he had a very close friend that he lived with for a number of years. Uh, yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like when when he died, like yeah, he survived by his beloved roommate, <laughs> yeah. Carl. <laughs> um, so uh, he tells them that they're shrewd and intelligent, and that's why they know that he's giving them an awesome value. And he's obviously like selling some snake oil stuff here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I love how this just starts out and it's immediately like an episode of a Western TV show. Yeah. And it's just like so many of the scripts on Star Trek and especially Star Trek TAS are obviously repurposed Western scripts mm-hmm. and it's pretty great. Yeah. It's just like, why would you have like a snake oil salesman, like in the future, like people have like old, crazy science at this point and they could like test it right there, you know, mm-hmm. but whatever. So, uh, he's selling Spanish fly or something like that. Some kind yeah. of love potion. <laughs> uh Oh, Bill Cosby's there. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you see, you see, it's a, Give the, him a little bit the, of Spanish fly. The um, so he says that if you ingest it, nobody of the opposite sex will be able to resist you. <laughs> And I'm wondering, I mean, for me, what the fuck? Because, like, I'm non-binary. There mm-hmm. ain't no opposite sex. Mm-hmm. So uh, that that ain't helping me out. That ain't helping me. Mm. And so, uh, yeah, what about the gays, you know? Yeah. What, what do you do? Yeah. What, is, what, what, did, what did Sulu do? Yeah, well, this is some homophobic-ass product, brother. I, I am with it. So he says it doesn't matter if you're young, old, ugly, fat, or repugnant, or if you look like the kid from Angus. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, the, the, I should find a picture of how I looked like during that time because I did look like the Angus kid. I, mean, I, I, even, I even think I had the same haircut. <laughs> that I'll, rocks, dog. I need to find a picture of me during that time. You're like, oh yeah, he did look like Angus. It'd be great if it turned out you played Angus and you just you got a head injury and forgot. Yeah. I start watching. I'm like, huh? <laughs> I kind of remember this. It's I'm, weird. I'm, looking at, I'm looking at my middle school photos, <laughs> like photos of me in middle school. I'm like, huh? <laughs> huh? <laughs> Turns out she didn't have brain tumors. <laughs> they just told me that to, so my feelings were hurt. <laughs> <laughs> so um says it doesn't matter if you're young or old fat or repugnant and uh, one of the hairy alien miners takes issue with this and uh they're played by nichelle nichols so it's like this weird hairy alien miner but they got this sultry voice like <laughs> i want you to prove it and he's like oh okay okay and then uh some girl just comes up to him and she's like uh, and she's obviously played by Michelle Barrett because mm-hmm. she sounds like a phone sex operator to yeah. rules. And she's like, "There's one point where in this episode where like two Michelle Barrett characters are talking to one another, and it just <laughs> yeah, it basically like sounds like uh, audio pornography." Yeah. <laughs> so, um, some girl just comes up to uh, to him on stage, which isn't like suspicious at all when you're selling snake oil, and she's like. I need you to come back to the ship. I was so lonely before <laughs> you. 
and uh, she's so fucking horny. It's crazy. She knew be horny. I love Majel Barrett. Like, mm-hmm. she's the horniest element in all of Star Trek. I'm very convinced at this point. You know, you know, uh, her and Gene Roddenberry had like, like the sweatiest, stinkiest, loudest sex. They had to have been swingers, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm sure they had like, uh, you know fishbowl parties or whatever they're called mm. where you put the keys in uh, yeah. that, was, that was popular around that time so i'm yep. sure they're just going in and fucking sucking yeah brave new frontiers <laughs> baby this, i'm gonna call this frontier day <laughs> <laughs> strange new strange is what i'm saying <laughs> um so um Majel Barrett's a horny queen. Yeah. Uh, the miners are convinced and ask him how much. And he says 300 credits for this love potion. And they're like, what? 300 motherfucking credits. <laughs> but then he notices Kirk and Spock in the crowd and asks if they're interested in love. And they look at each other and they're like, I have it right here. <laughs> they don't actually say that, but they should. No. Um, so Kirk says uh, they're interested in mud for fraud illegal drug manufacturing and swindling i don't think this last one's a crime but no uh, i don't even know if it has a real definition but. <laughs> so mud says uh says as he said welcome to motherload a planet which does not recognize federation law Hells yeah. No jurisdiction here, you dumb dicks. Yeah, it's like, well, come on. You're going to fucking have a starship and just go around being a cop? Yeah, straight. So, so like, I wrote here a bunch of notes. Like, first, there is so much wrong here. Yeah. Um, first off, Starfleet are not bounty hunters. No. And it's offensive that they make them bounty hunters, honestly. Yeah. And that's why Again, like, this is a immediately Western. it's a fucking Western. Exactly. It's yeah. like, yeah, they, like the, the they fucking come in a, like a little fucking wagon, the sheriff and a couple guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is this is definitely a western. <laughs> yeah, and then they forgot to take out the, the parts of the script where it and like, like uh, oh, by, like, by the like way, Spock's like string him up. <laughs> but by the way, uh, this writer wrote for like fifteen years before this, and he has like a hundred credits mostly in westerns. Wow, that makes sense. Surprising. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you kind of think like how. I mean, that's probably you know, it was really dominating television. Yeah, before, it was for before, yeah. for the entirety of the fifties to like the mid to late sixties. Yeah, you're talking wagon train. You're talking bonanza. Mm-hmm. You're talking no, not the original Little House on the Prairie. I mean, there's there's so much shit there. Yeah, um, yeah. Like, all the mo- movies, like you know, mm-hmm. yeah, all like, the John Wayne shit. That's, that's yeah, all fifties, sixties. Yeah, that's what kids were into and shit like that's that. That's what my grandpa was into. Mm-hmm. And like he had, I mean, he had bad taste in media. Really, yeah, really. He, he just like you know cowboys, like rugged individualism. Mm-hmm. That was his flavor. Apparently, my parents, from I hear from my brother, they're only refu- they're refusing to watch any modern films and only watching movies from the fifties because they're not woke or something. <laughs> I hate people. <laughs> I know. I wish, I wish they had insane. brain. Maybe they have brain tumors. How about uh, that? I mean, they got, they got brain worms. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, um, one of the miners agrees to 300 credits because, um, oh, I had, I had more to say about bounty hunters Mm. and, uh, 
something something federation is a carceral state it's not utopia something something leftist ideals we've been over this before whatever leftist podcast <laughs> all right moving on uh, one of the miners agrees to 300 credits because he didn't just hear he did just hear everything kirk and spock said mm-hmm. so he's a motherfucking dunce yeah this guy's like oh this man's wanted for fraud but i do believe that this woman just came to him up on stage <laughs> um yes yeah, clearly this is not as like it's also one of the most clearly transparent cons cons like con! Con! <laughs> yeah like you not see what's happening here it's like, a fake like they, they have no they have no uh they have no zero like rational thinking skills they're just dumbass miners yeah i mean they, they probably don't have any kind of education except for mining school on this planet yeah. heavy metal mining yeah it's like well yeah it's a we don't recognize federation law here which is why everyone works for slave wages <laughs> please i'm trying to help you get kill him <laughs> fuck you get out of my way i want true love um yeah, and like it doesn't seem like there was any women on the planet. Uh, no, no, because uh, one of the the hairy miners was a woman. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Really sad. The woman's voice. Then? She's like, "Fellas, here. You don't need it. I'm here. <laughs> All of you at once, if you want. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. I have more than one hole. You can even stick it in a patch of my fur. It's all matted, so you could kind of make a little pussy of your own out of my matted fur. It's very greasy from from all the lubrication we use in the mines. So really, you know, it's already self-lubed, so it's kind of its own vagina. And if, if you come in there, we'll make new mats and, and make it fuller and richer, and you'll have a, a greater, more depthful vagina the next time made out of my matted fur. <laughs> I will never get a haircut. You can take this matted fur from my cold, dead body. Britt, I know we were talking about the vegan food that you make yeah. before we start make before we start recording. Mm-hmm. I'm about to throw it up. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> <coughs> uh, cool. <laughs> Uh, my throat <laughs> i just laughed up diet pepsi in a weird way <laughs> um so uh spock asks the miner uh who's buying the love potion uh, if they're aware that mud is tricking them and then shoots the horny woman with a phaser <laughs> yeah. and uh kills her and goes to jail mm-hmm end of yeah. episode <laughs> like what what would he have done if he wasn't right about this how did he know he was right about yeah this? that was unclear like he just it was a a, a, a guess like, yeah yeah so he shoots the the horny woman mm-hmm. who was up on stage and it turns into a dinosaur shaped dog which i guess it was all along and they're just like we're horny miners we don't care we'll fuck that dog <laughs> fuck the dog fuck, fuck the, the dog, dog. <laughs> Uh, so he says it's a pregillian sipnoid amazing okay. name that is amazing name, name. <laughs> uh kirk says he can't arrest him 
uh, Mud, but Mud can give himself up. He refuses, but then the crowd, seeing that he's a con man and the woman was in fact a dog that apparently they don't want to fuck, mm-hmm. uh, they turn on him and uh, gets one guy like pulls out a phaser, but then everyone else just picks up rocks and starts throwing at yeah. him. And he's like, Whoa, no, and one hits him in the head. And uh, so he, he gives himself up to uh, Jim and Spock and is, is like, I am at the mercy of the law. <laughs> um, and the crowd is then like, oh, they're taking him. Get him. And so they start going after him. And uh, Spock, they get into like a parking lot and he uses his phaser to completely destroy the parking lot. Yeah. And put like a, a hill in the middle of the parking lot that they can't get over. <laughs> and... Uh, it's like this. This is the path where we take. We drive our mining equipment. Now we can't work. You, you sacrificed. My children will starve. <laughs> the Federation says we can join, and we will starve. <laughs> this seems like almost like like yeah, just like they're going and bullying these people. They <laughs> they are. They're they're totally not respecting their sovereignty at all. Yeah, <laughs> and these people are like miners, so they're obviously like doing something that's contributing some. Like you know, yeah. also like also the fact like you know they're. I mean, they were trying to initially arrest him, but he's not in their jurisdiction. Mm-hmm. Well, then why are they on the fucking planet? Yeah. They know better than to go into a planet that's not in your jurisdiction. And also, they're like, maybe we can trick him into coming with us in a place that's not our jurisdiction. Yeah. And then that te- sounds legal to us. <laughs> yeah, and then technically he's in their jurisdiction mm-hmm. and he's bound by their laws. So, so it's like, if they want to bring him to justice for trying to scam him, like, they couldn't have intervened. They shouldn't have intervened. Yeah. That's the thing. There's a lot wrong with this episode already. Like, politically, this episode fucking sucks. It's, uh, yeah, it makes the the Federation Starfleet look dumb. Yeah. But then again, this is TAS, and this is uh, obviously a Western rewritten for Star Trek. (laughs) Like, I'm sure on, like, Wagon Train or Bonanza, there is, like, a character that's exactly like Harry Mudd that this guy wrote a fucking episode for. And then there's also a sitnoid. Yeah. <laughs> Just like a Pergillion Sipnoid. Yeah, it's like, I'm going to fuck that Pergillion Sipnoid. Lower that winch over there. <laughs> hey, hey, hold on, house. That could be a Pergillion Sipnoid. <laughs> I don't care. I've had enough whiskey. Any hole's a hole for me. <laughs> If I'm going to bring these damn cattle in on time, I need to get my rocks off. <laughs> and if it's with a woman or a sitnoid, it don't matter none. Beautiful poetry. Well, this is the next Cormac McCarthy novel, by the way. This is a preview of the audiobook. <laughs> a Bergalian sitnoid on, on, the, on, the, on, the, on, the, on the Western Plains. He took the sitnoid into a land where cum has purchased. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think that was Robert Frost. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, That was a reference to an episode like five episodes ago or something. I I don't know. I don't listen to this shit. Um, um, So next we see the Enterprise flying through space and there's a whole lot of dust around it. It's Mm -hmm. pretty cool. Uh, the men beam back up in the transporter room, and Mud calls it a meeching trick, saying Kirk cost him his ship, his supplies, and everything he owns. He says he may sue him, and Kirk says, then sue me. <laughs> 
Yeah. Starfleet lawyers will take you to, give, to put you through the wash. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, yeah, like, wh- what's fucking Mud going to do? Like, he's got, like, the, the fucking entire military lawyers on his side. Come on, dude. Yeah. Like, Mud's got, Mud ain't got shit. He ain't got, got shit. Little man ain't got nothing. I'm feeling for Mud here. He was fucking, he was entrapped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, later they're in a room, and Nurse Chapel says uh, he just has a bruise from the miners throwing rocks at him. Nothing permanent. And Kirk says he thought they left Harry on the robot planet. And this is a reference to I, Mud, um, the TOS episode, uh, episode 12 from season two, where they leave Harry Mud. It's the last time we see him up until mm-hmm. this episode. And they leave Harry Mud on a planet as sort of uh, kind of a punishment slash kind of parole mm-hmm. to teach and also to teach androids about human failure is what they say in the episode (laughs) which is a really interesting concept uh and he's fine with this because like there's a bunch of like hot women robots and stuff around until he finds out that they left him with 500 copies of an annoying nagging girlfriend robot (laughs) and it is really something <laughs> it's one of the episodes of, of star trek that you watch and you go oh yeah this was written by misogynists yeah, yeah. okay okay <laughs> like like this is like written by guys who love take my wife please jokes like love them he's just he's just biting he's just like fighting them all he's just like no. punching them in the face. <laughs> god damn it stop nagging me stop nagging me like literally in the episode he's like shut up shut up <laughs> Shut up! And they won't. It's real. It's <laughs> go watch that episode, everybody. I, I mud. Um, it's probably prob- yeah the prequel to or it's like uh, yeah like uh, the original iRobot. Yeah, that was actually a book by Isaac Addison. Yeah, <laughs> actually, yeah. Wait, iRobot definitely came first. Mm, far before. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, mud comes before everybody, baby. Two pumps <laughs> yeah. and I'm out. <laughs> So, uh, Harry says he borrowed a vehicle, and Spock corrects that he stole a spaceship, and he left to find Illyria 6, which I went down way too far of a rabbit hole trying to figure out if this is the planet that Unachin Riley might be from. Mm. And I think she's actually from just Illyria, like Illyria Prime, but it's in the same system. So, um... But oddly, like, the Illyrian planets are never really mentioned in, in Alpha lore, like, mm-hmm. at all. This is one of the few times they ever say it, except for there's, you know, uh, there's a couple novels. I mean, those are all beta, but yeah. Super weird. Super weird, everybody. Super weird. So uh, Kirk says he sold fraudulent access to Starfleet Space Academy to the people of Illyria 6, but he got enough credits to get to Sirius 9, where Mud says he found... A love potion on Sirius 9. So love potion number Sirius 9. Am I right, people? Am I right? Next I'll find Mambo number 6. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, after years of research, Mambo number 6. That Honestly, that's an amazing idea. Mm. The Mambo system, and there's... <laughs> There's a planet that is the Mambo number five in Star Trek. God, I gotta, I gotta shoot that one to Mike McMahon yeah. from from Lower Decks. Yeah, it's like I have an idea. What if there were a Mambo number six? Yeah, no one's ever thought that high. <laughs> 
There's only five Mambos, see? Just, we can't have any more. Yeah. If you try to make them, it's going to be a saturated market, okay? Two, three, five Mambos? A six Mambo? You get out of here! You gotta be out of your motherfucking mind! What have you been smoking? <laughs> um... So Mud says he hadn't counted on their unusual biology on Sirius 9, uh, and thus it made everybody who used the love potion sick from using it. And so he left in a haste and went to the mining planet where they found him. He insists his love potion works, and he is not a fraud. Uh, and if he would allow him to get some from a ship, he could show them that it works. <clears throat> Kirk tells Spock to file the arrest report, and Spock tells Chapel he'll need a full medical report. Mm. Measure his dick twice. Measure twice, cut once. <laughs> <laughs> get all that extra skin off it. <laughs> get all. <laughs> it's like a rotisserie chicken. I don't want any skin on there. That's where all the fat is. I want all the lean meat. And all that fat. Grease underneath. <laughs> so, uh, Nurse Chapel says Spock deserves credit for trapping uh, Mud so cleverly, <clears throat> and it does this weird zoom in on Mud. And I think it's the moment where he's like, "She wants that dick. How can't nobody see this?" <laughs> um, I know she's being very obvious. She's very. I mean, she she's always be laying it on thick. I mean, you know. Majel Barrett just plays horny really well. Mm -hmm. So we, we love that. I mean, so, she doesn't play horny. Oh, yeah, she, she is. She is horny. And she's uh, she's damp like a flooded basement down there, friend. Oh, she horny, horny. Oh, yeah. She's like, you know, if you put a hose on a, a, a mattress and a box spring for about one, two hours, <laughs> wet like that. And springy like that. <laughs> and springy like that. Hell, yeah. I can dig it. Okay. Uh, Spock brushes this off and uh, is professional about it and leaves. He's like, yeah, I'm fine. Later. Mud tells Chapel, well, there's a hottie, because uh, he's super gay, and she's like, oh, yes, he's very good at work. And Mud is like, yeah, but he's a, bit, a little bit lacking with the warmer emotions, and tells Chapel she has a wonderful gift, a healing touch, which is a woman's quality. Mm-hmm great uh and he wants to thank her by giving her the love potion no trickery inside the crystal he says is the power to create love the crystal meth mm, yeah. so so they they smoke up some chalk yeah, if this had been made in the 80s, it would be, like, a, dr a very special drug episode. Yes, it probably would. You're right. Yeah, because, like, this is before, like, there was, like, cartoons that raised awareness about... Um, this, this is before the use. U.S. government was funding those things. Yeah, yeah. There's a great episode of Citations Needed, I think, mm -hmm. on the American government funding, like, anti-drug television shows. Mm -hmm. And it's insane. Yeah, like, uh... It's cartoon insane the amount of money we, ha as taxpayers, have paid to fucking hollywood mm -hmm. to just make shitty shitty episodes except for that one the saved by the bell episode where what's her oh. face gets addicted to caffeine yeah that one <laughs> fucking caffeine rocks pills. that one fucking rocks well, what about cartoon uh, all-stars to the rescue uh, okay. you have that on your plex server I, I think I do. I used to have that on VHS when I was a kid, and we watched that shit all the time. <laughs> yeah. We watched all the, all the characters together. It's, it's funny. Like, my parents, like, they would only let us watch 
certain like things all the time if we wanted to and it was mostly that one and then the berenstein bears stranger danger mm. or was it Woody the Pooh? it was one of those two things mm. but i remember it was like you know people in big fucking costumes and they're like don't talk to strangers they'll <laughs> rape your face <laughs> like yeah Ooh. Ooh. oh piglet <laughs> i'm afraid i got touched by a stranger <laughs> tell your teacher or parent <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, the most wonderful thing about Tigger is he was never touched. <laughs> That's fucked up, Tigger. Don't say that. Tigger, I think you're I think you're lying and you're trying to cover. <laughs> you won't accept the truth of what actually happened to you. I think you need to come clean because that's the first step to, to, to closure. The most wonderful thing about Tigger is I can't hide the pain. I can't stop crying. I can't stop. Um, so, Mud tells Chapel. Oh, we already got through that. Uh, by giving her the love potion, he says, no trickery. Uh, inside the crystal, he says, is the power to create love. And Chapel's like, no. Uh, she's heard of his potions before, and she doesn't believe him smart move chapel mm -hmm. but then he's like no 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 you can go and get that spock pussy get that spooky uh, that's pussy yeah mm -hmm. and she's like and he's like <laughs> he's got a great laugh i love this guy yeah, he does i actually like wrote out phonetically exactly how his laugh was because i liked it so much well, it's uh h-e-u-h h-u-h h-u-h <laughs> on the bridge eric's says eric's was three ass arms mm -hmm. three ass legs or we think one of them might be a dick i think mm -hmm. it, one of his arms is a dick though not one oh, of his yeah. legs we we thought his leg and it was like you know the whole dragging along the ground mm -hmm. getting a callous thing but no no no. he's actually able to move it it's like his dick mm -hmm. is where it kind of like should be you know like that that third arm where it's mm -hmm. like a little bit lower oh yeah so it's, it's kind of like around belly button. Yeah, I can see like the arm and then actually the fingers are all individual dicks as well. Oh, now you're talking, baby. Mm -hmm. Now you're talking my language. <laughs> hey, dick fingers. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> that brings a whole new meaning to five finger discount. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> more, more like five fingers dicks out. <laughs> oh, oh, you got him. Um. So on the bridge, Eric says planet ahead and spock says a class m planet around uh, sorry not <laughs> i'm gonna rephrase that because i emphasized a no. <laughs> spock says a class m planet around a binary sun needs to be investigated based on being unique as hell and so they go into orbit so back with chapel and mud he's explaining how to use the potion you rub it on yourself and then you touch a person and it creates love damn and he doesn't really say like if it only works on like one other person or if you keep touching other people so mm -hmm. it's weird because you'd only be allowed to like touch one other person ever really maybe yeah should be fucked up also you kind of wonder <laughs> if like actually like this is like sort of like coercion like if it's like actual consent it's like, that's very true yeah it is very much coercion <laughs> it is not consensual yeah because they kind of cover that the kind of the similar situation in like a buffy the vampire episode where like a guy one of, one of those three nerd guys i think makes mm -hmm. makes a girl fall in love with him and they have sex and they 
kind of go into the fact like, oh, that, that actually wasn't consensual sex since he used a magic spell on her. Very true. And uh, it's like that. It's, it's like that fucking uh, the hypno porn that they make. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sissy hypno porn. <laughs> yeah, a, lo- a lot of porn <laughs> these days is just like very much based on like you know taboos and stuff that is like mm-hmm. definitely not okay. Yeah. Uh, but you know, like like if someone goes into a dryer, you do not fuck them. <laughs> I mean, if you're in a dryer play and they're like, hey, you want to fuck oh, me yeah, in a dryer? Yeah. You know, that, that's, a, that's a thing. But don't turn the dryer on because then that gets really uncomfortable. Very true. And also, like... <laughs> they just yeah. start spinning around on your dick like... <laughs> yeah, also, if you have, you know, your cat box in the in your washer and dryer room, like I do, <laughs> yes. maybe clean it out. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, you know, I, I was... I put my foot back, accidentally just stuck my foot right into a big big old pile of poo. <laughs> I'll tell you. Really, really... Puts I, a dampen on your day. No, it just made me come too fast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, that wasn't ah! supposed to happen yet. <laughs> that foot, foot full of poo. <laughs> um, so back with Chap- uh, Love Potion. Chapel says this is absurd, but Mud says... It's infallible, which is a crazy line. Yeah. Uh, saying uh, one touch evokes friendship between the same sex, but love between the opposite sex. Mm. Which is like, I mean, I need you to define both of those things, brother. <laughs> yeah. Because like, <laughs> like what? <laughs> so, you know, like romantic love and friendship can be two things, but also like, I have sex with a lot of my friends. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I don't know. Does it make people fuck? Does it make, like, dudes fuck other dudes? Are I they mean, just coding that? What's going on here? Yeah. It's surprising also at the time it was made. You probably it wasn't sort of like, this makes you people want to marry you. <laughs> <laughs> this is the holy matrimony potion. <laughs> Specifically Catholic. If you're a Protestant, you can't use it because it does not accept divorce. That way you can move the beds together and have... (laughs) During the holy act of matrimony. Uh, Don't forget the sheets. (laughs) Make sure you put a hole in one of the sheets. (laughs) You can't touch flesh to flesh. Otherwise, you go to hell. This is a concept we still have here in the future. (laughs) Hell doesn't have jurisdiction on this planet. <laughs> um, so, uh, he says that his potion is guaranteed, and then he says that the chapel is more beautiful than a, more than a beautiful woman. He says she's a scientist, and she should take it to conduct her own experiment. She says she supposes she could anal- analyze it, and he gives it to her. Mm. On the bridge, Eric says they're in orbit, and Spock says there's no evidence on this planet of intelligence life, although it's very hot on the planet, but within acceptable limits. So they need to recalibrate their fucking scanners here. Yeah. They're, they're dumb. So back with Chapel, she's holding a phaser to Mud and says she'll let him know the results of her experiment. Mud says lab tests will destroy it. So, uh, so many so maybe she should use it uh the way it's meant to be used she's flustered and he convinces her that spock will be hers forever Mm. and really she's just so fucking horny for spock here that she's willing to like put her career on the line yeah it's really fucked up (laughs) like she's she's in dumb idiot mode right here well i mean it's not good 
She's 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 thinking with a woman's brain. Right. She's more than a beautiful woman, though. <laughs> yeah. She's oh, got a yeah. healing touch, which is a woman's trait, as yes. he said. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Misogyny wins in this case, Patrick. <laughs> <sighs> um, so, uh, Chapel breaks the thing in her hand like he instructs, and she starts to feel faint. She asks what's happening, and he says it's a temporary effect, and then she suddenly starts to feel better. She says he should be in the brig, so he puts himself back in the brig, and apparently he has a, he has like a door close button that he hits. Yeah, that was from inside his cell. <laughs> it's like, why did I hit that? Well, they're on they're on the honor system in the future. That's true. Yeah, that's true. You know, Harry Mudd's a, Harry Mudd's a lot of things, but he's not like he's not a. He respects the honor system. <laughs> no, he doesn't. <laughs> Literally the next scene. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, I mean, this scene. <laughs> yeah, this scene. Yeah, so uh, he puts himself back in the brick, and she goes to find Spock. She does, but as soon as he's gone, we find out that he took her phaser and uses it to break out of his cell. But he has the fucking switch right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we see... Uh, maybe it only closes it. Uh, yeah, maybe. You're right. Okay, that would make sense, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Uh, then we see he stole her ID, and he puts his credentials on it. He, like, erases hers and just puts a picture on it and still says, Lieutenant Christine Chapel. What? <laughs> like, what? what is their security like here? Is it just people looking at a picture ID? It's not even people looking at the picture ID. It's uh, the computer looking at the picture ID. That's true. That's oh, so weird. It's, a, <laughs> it's a, Yeah, it's like... It's also this ID card we've never seen before. Never. Yeah, I don't think I mean, ever it's, again. it's just like the fucking space belts that they put in the first episode. Yeah. First time, last time. Cool tech, dead. <laughs> but this this is like ancient tech here. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm sure this guy saw like a the one of the early magnetic key cards in the 1970s. Like, oh my god, oh my fucking god. Yeah, you never really see like any sort of like key access. No, it's voice access usually and like password access. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting, huh? <laughs> so, um, back with Chapel, um. She brings Spock the full medical report for Mud, and then accidentally trips and falls in his lap, <laughs> which is like so horny it's completely unacceptable. Yeah, it's basic. It's sexual harassment at this point. She's workplace sexually harassing him by tri- accident, not tripping. She does it purposefully and falls in his lap. It's sexual assault. It is. Him. It is funny. Like also, like Spock is so, so dense to this. He's just like, what? No. <laughs> That was an interesting trip that nobody could have possibly... That trip was not logical. Uh, I mean, she is so horny, it is completely unacceptable. Mm -hmm. Like, for a workplace, for a children's show, (laughs) it's not okay, man. It's honestly, this is grooming. She should have taken a cold sonic shower. Yeah, absolutely. I'd like to take a cold shower with Sonic the Hedgehog. (laughs) One of those sonic showers... You pee really loud. Sounds like you're frying chicken. Gotta I go, like that. Gotta go fast. <laughs> gotta go cold and fast. Gotta go cold and wet and fast. <laughs> I don't want no blue balls. I just want that blue dick. And the blue balls, I guess, too. 
Yeah, I guess. Or I guess maybe like, do you think his balls are awesome? Do you think his balls are like the flesh color that's on his stomach? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I think it's, yeah, definitely. But he's got a pretty hairy penis. Mm. Oddly, unhairy balls. <laughs> it's a weird thing. Yeah. I don't know what happened. Completely smooth, pendulous, pendulous balls. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't wear pants. I mean, shoes are kind of pants when you think mm. about it. Okay. They're, like, they're like pants for your feet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm losing my mind here. <laughs> um, so Spock asks if Chapel is injured, and she says no, and is flustered and asks if he's feeling all right. He says he's feeling perfectly normal. And uh, says he's fine. She asks if maybe he wants her to stay. Mm. And oh my God, she's way too horny. It's yes. really not acceptable. <laughs> I mean, it is for me because I, I love Michelle Bear getting oh, horny yeah. as fuck. But like for a children's program, <sighs> this is like way too horny and heterosexual, folks. <laughs> this is like if if you made them gay and put this today. Like they would burn the whole place down. They right? would they would burn down Paramount Studios yeah. straight up. Conservatives would burn down Paramount. They'd be Studios. talking about it online forever. I mean, they're still talking about fucking Bud Light. Oh my god! <laughs> and it was it was one can that they made. One can, a single can. Like that's the thing. Like when I found out that it was only one can, it wasn't like some nationally released can. No, I was like, because like at first I was like, well, like why would they even put? put her on that anyway no one knows who she is unless you're on TikTok. she's she's huge on tiktok though. yeah I, she's I mean, huge I on TikTok. TikTok, so exactly but like she's got you know a giant reach 20 million people so mm -hmm. i don't know she's i want to say someone said she has half of the reach of taylor swift on there and that's insane taylor swift i mean yeah so yeah. it's a marketing move it's cr crazy good business for the both of them oh yeah but if like if if like it wasn't like such a freak out about it, I would have never known this happens because right. I don't drink Bud Light and I don't use TikTok. Yeah, and guess, <laughs> guess what is going to be like the official beer of every Pride Festival in the next two months oh, because yeah. of this whole thing? I mean, I think it always was. I used to live in uh, Baltimore. I lived um, right where the Gay Pride Parade happened every year. Mm -hmm. Every year there'd be Bud Light signs. I mean, this was like twelve years ago. I mean, <laughs> yeah, like beer companies have always sponsored gay yeah. events because gays drink a lot yeah 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 but you know like i feel like pretty much most of them have always yeah. been i always feel like a lot of like when, when people freak out about this stuff it's like they're discovering like target marketing exists for the first time in their lives yeah <laughs> like, like what excuse me there's marketing that doesn't cater specifically to my demographic yeah what you talking about demographics uh, you mean there's like People from all walks of life that partake in the same product, and you excuse me, as a thirty-eight-year-old white man <laughs> with a big beard, why ain't you got only thirty-eight-year-old white men with big beards in your commercials here? Why ain't you releasing a beer that has a cowboy on it in New York City? <laughs> <laughs> You could even make the naked cowboy. He's pro MAGA. He's pro MAGA. He's pro MAGA. He's MAGA quadrant. What? You know what? You know how I know what their politics are? They put a trans on a beer can. They ain't put Trump on a beer can yet. <laughs> I know it's all. It's all so funny because it's all from the same thing. Because it's like, like a uh, Kid Rock is coming out with his own beer now. It's like this. This is something I would have never. 
Like it's something I still don't care about. I don't drink that crappy beer. Well, it's anyway. just marketing. It's just yeah, all marketing. It's all, it's all marketing all the way down. All, yeah, and it's just like this is why consumerism <laughs> is a base value is evil. Yeah, and yep. it's like, and it's uh, also it's just like the illusion of choice. Mm-hmm. It's like you know the the gives you the feeling that you're living in a free society because you can make these make make choices which are actually just purchases <laughs> purchases it's it's we've taken the vote with your dollar idea to so much heart that yeah. that's the only democracy we believe in any longer yeah. mm-hmm. and it's i mean it's it's a it's like trivial like yeah i mean people should not care about consumerism this much but it's is in american society it's the only thing popular culture cares about it's It's the only thing the majority and even the plurality of people care about is it's all corn syrup made from the same eight corn syrup and different made differently by the same eight companies Mm -hmm. all across the board you just know voting for voting with your dollar is a pointless endeavor and it's like such a nonsense but how did we get here from talking about This is the farthest left Star Trek podcast. I don't know how long you've been here, but um, we uh, we take disparate points and um, kill them, kill them, yeah. kill them, and make a make a communism out of them instead. <laughs> so um, we we did a little bit of Marxism, folks. We did a little bit of dialectical materialism today. Um, so back with Chapel, she's holding a phaser to mud. Um, oh wait. No, no, we already got that. Thank you. So, she falls in his lap, too horny. He says, leave. This is way too heterosexual. In the hallway, Chapel is like, Harry Mud, you swindling? <laughs> and then notices that her card and her phaser are gone. Because how, how would you notice that, right? Yeah. After dealing with a person. Yeah, you know, I, I, I've, I've left my wallet in weird places before. Your wallet can't kill people. It's true. Mm. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> um, so, I mean, have you left a gun somewhere before? I don't own a gun, gun, but I think, you know, I think if mm-hmm. I had one, I probably would. It's a good idea. Good idea to not own a gun for you. And yeah. also, guess guess who else? Nurse Chapel. Yes. <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't have the nurse handling the wanted criminal. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. The one who's been on the run. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> the one who you, like, bounty hunted to a planet where you had no jurisdiction. Yeah, what are they even, like, doing out here? It's I like, feel like it's illegal for them to do that, right? Yeah. Like kidnapping, like they're yeah yeah they're kidnapping a guy against the laws of the other planet. This guy, I mean yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like he he puts himself at the mercy of their law on a planet where their law doesn't exist. And he doesn't consider himself a Federation citizen. No, like like them having to give him safe passage as a citizen of the Federation yeah. is a thing. Them yeah. bounty hunting him is not a thing. Yeah, on a planet that they don't belong on. Like it would be okay since it's a warp planet for them to pick up Harry Mudd and save him, mm-hmm. but not to pick him up and incarcerate him. Yeah. The, un- the unmade, uh, what, this is an unmade episode of Bounty Law starring Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> once upon a time in Hollywood. Hell yeah. This is, uh, this is Spock the Bounty Hunter. Yeah, Spock the Bounty Hunter. Spog. Spog? <laughs> Spog the Bounty Hunter. <laughs> um, so... 
She goes and notices her phaser and Carter missing. Uh, she makes her way to the hangar bay to find a ride out. Or sorry, uh, Harry Mudd makes his way to the hangar bay to find a ride out and exclaims, Harry Mudd is successful again! Ho, 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 ho! Back with Spock, he's looking at the medical report and suddenly the love potion starts to work and he wants... A fat slice of that nurse sussy. Oh, shit, yeah. He calls her dear, lovely Christine to himself, which is very weird. Yeah. How often do you talk to yourself, like, out loud? I mean, I mean, lo- lo- like, loudly, not, not like murmuring. I do a lot when I work. Well, yeah, I mean, you're talking about, like, your actual work, and you're, like, you're doing something, you're, like, uh, oh, three-point or something, you know, or just, like. No, I'm just talking, saying really random shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> like I, I just, I just say things to make myself laugh, and I'm just uh, <laughs> well, sell. I can very just insane things. There's, there's just a, there's just a, you know, spark you're seeing a guy in a welding mask, and all you hear from behind the welding mask is. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's, that's that's legit what happens sometimes. <laughs> Today, I think... Uh, you just remembering Garfield jokes from, like, 20 years ago? Today, yeah. I think, like, a forklift driver heard me saying something to myself, and, like, because he was, like, behind, near me while I was welding, and then, like, I was, like, saying something really insane. I flip my hood up, and then I look over, and I'm like, oh, he's very close to me. Can <laughs> cool. Yeah. You hear me cool, going, dude. like... Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Hell yeah. We love that. Oh, by the way, if you haven't watched it, Paul Schrader's Blue Collar. Amazing film. It's about welders. Mm. Oh, yeah. I was, was going to check that out. <laughs> Fucking rocks. You yeah. love the politics of it. Great acting performances. And it's got several scenes where welding is happening. Hells yeah. Yeah. Unionized welders. Sorry. <laughs> oh. They're going to make you real envious. <laughs> <laughs> Except for like racial strife and things like yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, so uh, on the bridge, Spock tells Kirk uh, and Bones he needs to report a... Uh, Oh, sorry, I'm, I missed a very important scene. So back with Mud, uh, he's in the, the hangar bay, about mm-hmm. to get a ride out, and suddenly he's ch- karate chopped in the back <laughs> by Nurse Chapel, who takes her phaser back and uh, takes him back into custody, saying she's come to collect on his guarantee, because he guaranteed his potion will work, mm-hmm. right? Great. Uh, I mean, what is he going to do, give her money back? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, on the bridge, Spock tells Kirk... I didn't think she got money. It, he didn't. That's yeah. the point. I was, yeah, I was <laughs> like, was, what do you mean your guarantee? Like, you guaranteed it would work, and like, well, is he going to make good on that? Like, mm-hmm. he's like, sorry, whoops, <laughs> didn't work. <laughs> so, say sorry, yeah. Yeah, on the bridge, uh, Spock tells Kirk and Bones he needs to um, report uh, some uh, very strange emotions. <laughs> and Bones is hissed and also i don't know why bones is on the bridge at all here yeah he's just he's doing at a something. station yeah that'd be funny if he's just watch. he's on he's on the computer just watching just, porn no he's yeah he's he's, he's catching up on friends mm. he's, he's like i'm finally on the sixth season so this porn hub it's super interesting search unvaccinated come and uh you get some interesting results i'll tell you i'm on page 213 i still ain't found what i'm looking for (laughs) (laughs) it's like the u2 song it's like i feel like i feel once i give up it's going to be on the next page so i just gotta keep going till i see it and also like the u2 song the edge (laughs) (laughs) um 
So, back with Chapel, Mud asks... Oh, uh, sorry. Bones is incensed, and he's like, You can't do that! You don't have emotions! And, um... Yeah, he's pretty racist about it. Yeah. It's not okay. It's like, shouldn't you be in your doctor's office? <laughs> yeah, fucking Spock, like, gets harassed a lot this episode. We got the sexual harassment, we got the racial harassment. Yeah. Like, there's no HR in Starfleet. No. He has no one to talk to. Mm-hmm. But it's also, it's just like, you know, he, he probably doesn't have the feeling of, like, being hurt. It's true. Yeah. It's true. So back with Chapel, uh, Mud asks if the potion wasn't successful. And Chapel says she made a fool of herself. So it was successful in that regard. Okay. Uh, Mud says she knows how cold Vulcans are, and perhaps it'll take more time for her to work on Spock. Chapel says uh, he's the same fraud she's. Uh, sorry. Chapel says he's the same fraud he's always been and holds him at phaser point. Mud says they should discuss this rationally and not be too hasty. And she says, don't worry, the phaser is on stun. <laughs> uh, Harry sees maybe his crystal uh, was defective and tries to give her another one, but then suddenly he makes a break for it. She hits the alarm, but he rushes her and explodes some love potion on her, making her weak. He says he needs a temporary hostage to get a shuttlecraft and takes her. <laughs> it's a pretty good cliffhanger, I think, to take a little breaky poo and oh, hear yeah. a word from our sponsors. So if you don't want to listen to it, skip forward 90 seconds. And we're back. All Once right. again, go to patreon.com slash dumbidiotbs if you don't want ads and you want a whole bunch of other cool stuff and cool benefits and things. <laughs> so... Uh, where, where we left off, um, Harry Mudd had just taken Nurse Chapel hostage, mm-hmm. taken a shuttlecraft, and he is escaping the Enterprise at the moment and going, <laughs> so on the bridge, um, the whole crew, uh, except for Chapel, I guess, uh, is looking at the footage of Harry escaping, and Spock is super concerned for Chapel, and he's like, not, not Christine, my love, and it's like, <laughs> dude, calm down, <laughs> chill. Uh, and Eric's, <laughs> Eric's has the best reaction ever and goes, <laughs> man, even Eric's is clowning on me. No. Oh, yeah. He's fucking roasting him. Yeah. He's, he's roasting. Great. Yeah. Uh, and everybody Eric's is Eric's fuck- of all people. Yeah. Eric, like everyone's shocked though. Uh, yeah, except for Eric's who was clowning. It was great. <laughs> it, it was funny. Like, yeah. Like, uh, MRS was just like, <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> 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 meow. Meow. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Kirk says he's going planet side and Spock is like, no, not without my Christine. (laughs) Dude, stop. So on the shuttle, Mud says he'll leave chapel somewhere safe and make his escape. Uh, On the Enterprise, Spock is like, I want to lead a landing party to get my love. And Bones says Spock should get uh, himself some rest, uh, saying he's not himself. Mm-hmm. And Spock is like, I love her. And everybody is like, okay. I like how he's saying it in the most monotone. Yeah. He's just, I mean, very, very like Leonard Nimoy delivery though, mm-hmm. which I appreciate. Um, And everyone is like, dude, what is going on? And Spock admits he wants to protect her and hold her in his arms. Mm-hmm. Just like, 
we don't know if he has a relationship. It's weird if they like let him just go and pick her up because that's like re-kidnapping, but in a different way. <laughs> I also think like he would sort of be resistant to this love potion, considering he is. He's trained. Well, yeah, he's right. trained to. But it, it took emotions. longer to work. Remember, it, did, it, took, it, a, it, it took a couple minutes. It took, it took longer, a couple minutes. But he's still like like this. Like he doesn't rationally like. But he's realize also he's having emotion. He's half human. He is half human. Yep. It probably wouldn't have worked on a full Vulcan. <laughs> Very true. So, it would have never worked on Cybok. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. probably would have. Yeah, no. Well, I mean, he already feels emotions. He wouldn't yeah. care. <laughs> he already feels love and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, Spock, uh, Kirk is really fucking jealous with this whole situation. He's like, Spock loves somebody else. <laughs> Not my baby girl. Um, he says it's better if he... Uh, if he goes with her Scotty questions this and the cat girl is like I can't imagine then something wafts through the vents and Scotty sniffs it (laughs) smells like haggis baby Mm -hmm. next we get a ship flying through space and captain's log supplemental Harry Mudd has escaped from the Enterprise uh, taking head nurse chapel with him she's actually just called nurse chapel but uh (laughs) She gives head. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he calls her, head nurse chapel. I think she's the only nurse, so she, of course she'd be head nurse by default. And also she sucks a lot of and penis. And she's like, well, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Looks, a lot of, <laughs> looks a lot of clit. So she, she, they also call her a top nurse, you know. She actually just nurses on it. She's not actually medically trained. <laughs> she, <laughs> she, she nurses. I mean, you know, sucking on the clit be a good move. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, she's, she's just like giving the head. She's like... <laughs> cool so (laughs) nurse chapel's with him apparently still a hostage meanwhile uh mr spock is acting very strange Mm -hmm. end of captain's log in the transporter room spock is wilding out and bones comes in and is like hey the search party found this in the shuttlecraft room and shows him some love potion crystals Bones says some of them were broken up against the air vent, and Kirk says it's a good thing, doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Bones asks if he's sure of that, uh, because he has fucking eyes and sees what's going on with Spock. <laughs> yeah. He's not a fucking idiot. What are you doing, Jim? Mm-hmm. Your best friend is suddenly in love with someone after someone has a love potion that doesn't work, and you're like... No, they can't be related. Yeah, what There's a strange n- coincidence. Very. It's the weirdest thing that mm-hmm. happened, you know? Spock just magically fell in love with someone after a con man came around showing some supposedly magic love potion. Very strange. It's, it's weird that these two things happen the same day. No correlation. <laughs> no causation. <laughs> It's just a weird day, man. Mm. It's a weird love day. Yeah. So in the transporter room, uh, no, we already got that. Um, I mean, there was a very big, you know, will they, won't they. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, Spock is like, yo, it's time to go, dude. I need to get my girl. So on the bridge, uh, the cat girl and Scotty are talking about what's going on. And it sounds like something is very wrong with James Doohan. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, like his voice is like half an octave lower and he's like, and I'm like, what is wrong with him? It sounds like he's like sick, right? Mm -hmm. So anyway, him and the cat, he's probably a slurred speech or maybe they gave him too much scotch that day. 
I mean, by them, you mean James Doohan? (laughs) James Doohan, too much scotch? He's like, no, stop. Please don't give me any more (laughs) scotch. I can't do another one, (laughs) but maybe one more bartender. (laughs) Um, So... Anyway, him and Catgirl are infected, and she's like, "You're really funny, and <laughs> hot, and, or, and and very attractive for a human." And he's like, "Yeah," and they obviously go fuck, <laughs> like oh, yeah. right behind the science station. Yeah, like they, you know, uh, hopefully, fucking Spock sanitizes that area often. Yeah, I mean, it's going to get pretty messy because when cats are in heat, they have sex with multiple cat other cats. Right, right. And and that's why they have barbed dicks to, like, scrape the other stuff out. Oh, that's probably what Eric's dick is for. Mm. Lieutenant Eric's? Yeah, you think about that? Because, I mean, it's like, it's got that weird, you know, it's got the five fingers on the end, and it can make its own barb. Yeah. You know? And when it holds an apple. (laughs) (laughs) Makes its own barb, makes its own gravy, you know? Makes its own gravy. Simple as pancakes, baby. (laughs) So, um... Down on the planet, Mud tells Chapel she'll be rescued soon and he'll be elsewhere. She asks where he's going since the planet is a desert, and he says there's always a market for an ingenious man. He recalls in Omega Signe he made a handsome profit from selling the natives their own oceans, which is the evilest shit of all time. Yeah. Like, this this dude deserves the guillotine. (laughs) Like, he's fucking fleecing native populations. Like, probably pre-warp populations, too. Oh, yeah. Dude's all fucked up. So, he says they'll get her set up, no bother to thank him. She says she hadn't planned on it. Uh, It shows the landscape, which is a bunch of rock formations, and then one of the rock formations opens its eye. Say what? The motherfucking rock monsters, son! Say what? So, on the bridge, Eric's is playing an instrument and singing. Um, like, what? (laughs) <laughs> he's feeling the love uh, yeah he asks if anybody is keeping a trace on the captain and Spock and Catgirl says she is and turns on a screen um, as they beam down to the planet Spock sinks into the ground but Jim stabilizes them um, uh, Spock says it's good to have a friend like Jim and he says he feels the same way you know, they get a little gay here, though. Yeah. This is, like, super queer-coded. Like, they're, like, holding each other, mm-hmm. like, on the midsection and stuff. It's pretty gay. Yeah. So they put their arms around each other and set out to find Mud and Chapel with their arms around each other, which, is again, gay. Um, um, uh, congratulatory. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> congratulatory. With Mud and Chapel, the rock monster wakes up and smashes the shuttle. Just, just like, boom, and then picks it up. It's uh, like, fuck your shuttle. Yeah, and they run away from it, and it throws their fucked up shuttle at them. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, it towers over them, and Spock and Kirk run to save them. They fire phasers at it, but it does absolutely nothing. Like, holy shit, you're already obviously breaking the prime directive and doing the most settler colonialist shit ever by going to this pre-war planet, saying there's no intelligent life there, disturbing whatever bothers you, and now you're trying to kill this thing? Mm -hmm. What the fuck, dude? So Kirk asks for the Enterprise to beam them up, but in the transporter room, two people are dancing to jazz. And honestly, this is 
this was to me the funniest gag in the entire series. Mm. Like the comic timing on it is perfect. Yeah, and like, like honestly, beam us up, beam us up, way ahead of its time. Yeah, it was real funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that shit. So Spock embraces Chapel down back on the planet and says, you'll be safe, darling. And she's like, what? <laughs> but is then like, hell yeah, that shit worked after all. Mud says the monsters are coming closer, so they run some more, but still no response from the Enterprise. Kirk asks if he can take his hands off Chapel, and Spock says that's his affair to deal with. So Spock's getting testy. He's like, I ain't letting go of my girlfriend, bitch. I don't care if we on the job and getting attacked by rock monsters. You ain't say that shit to me. I don't care if you're my boss. He, he's wilding. He wilding out. He wilding out. So uh, Kirk says they need to get a few things straight, but I'm pretty sure what he wants to do is the exact opposite of that. Yeah, he wants to get a few things gay. (laughs) Um, Namely, Spock's penis Mm -hmm. and his two balls, (laughs) which are oddly colored exactly like Sonic the Hedgehog. Mm. Blue on the shaft, oddly, because, you know, he wears the blue uniform. And then flesh colored on the balls. Mm -hmm. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. But are we sure that even Falcons have two balls? What do you mean? I mean, they could have three. They could have one. They could have one. If it's one big ball. Yeah. Or not even balls. It could be cubes. (laughs) I think they'd be more like prisms or like, Mm. yeah, like. um, They're reflective. Yeah. What do you. Decahedron. Yeah. 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 20 sided die. D and D die, D D twenty. Um. Uh, so, Mud says the monsters are coming closer, and so they run some more. Still no response from the Enterprise. Everyone up there is still fucking and sucking. Kirk asks if he can take his hands off Chapel, and Spock says that's his affair. Kirk says they need to get a few things straight. Spock rationalizes that they're both reacting to the love potion, and Mud is surprised that it worked after all. He commiserates he was selling it to lump-headed miners for only 300 credits. Lump-headed miners. <laughs> That's definitely a slur. Yeah. So up on the Enterprise, Bones is in love with some girl in engineering and asks if she heard about the time he saved everybody's lives. Kirk? Spock? Scotty, even that, in his words, pretty little Lieutenant Uhura. And Uhura is not where it's to be seen in this episode. She isn't, but she plays a couple other, or one other character mm. with one line, I think. So Interesting. But, yeah, just the minor on the planet. Mm. Um, but also calling, calling someone at work pretty little and then saying their title is very weird. Please never do that. Yeah. I Please mean, they're, they're, this is polywater, basically. Yeah, I mean, he's not in love with her, though. No. He's just talking about her that way, which is not okay. Yeah. Which is, if it w- if he was talking about the person in front of him, like, oh, you're a pretty little lieutenant, that'd be fine. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking about her in the third person when, supposedly, we haven't seen them together, so they haven't touched, and he's not in love with her, is weird. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do that at work, folks. <laughs> Don't do that not at work, folks. Make 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 consensual things. Make things all consensual, everybody. 
Anyway, he says he saved everybody, and if the Enterprise had a heart, he'd save her too. And then he's like, let's let's talk about your heart. <laughs> is it vaccinated? Is it vaccinated? I can fall in love with a lot of things, but not if you got the, the Fauci ouchie. You know, uh, let me take a look at your heart a little better, won't you? Start by taking off that shirt. <laughs> you know, I, uh, they, they say you can hear the heartbeat best through the nipple. <laughs> and they, they say uh, the, the best stethoscope is a man's tongue. <laughs> maybe, a, maybe a man's urethra. Me, I believe it's best, best measured rectally. <laughs> <laughs> you ever try to stick your tit up a man's dick? <laughs> Any toots? <laughs> mm. What if a what if a force met an unmovable object? <laughs> It'd be just like the the Hogan Ultimate Warrior fight. Um, so down on the planet, Kirk asks how long the potion lasts, and Harry says not long, according to the creature he swindled it from. Oops, I mean the creature i procured it from he keeps doing this episode where he's like oh no i was just killing and raping the oh i mean giving them a home it's the creature from those two uh two two uh uh two sentence horror stories about the creatures <laughs> it's like i uh, i i got more i got more love crystals while milking my creature <laughs> <laughs> i forgot about the creature thing that thing sucks that was the t- I mean, it was it was funny, but then like too many people thought it was funny, and then it became instantly yeah. unfunny. And then everything just became milking the creature. Yeah, killed it. That's how jokes die, everybody. Yeah, can't overexpose a meme. It's too short of a shelf life. <laughs> it goes rotten real quick. Mm-hmm. Johnny rotten. Well, got him. What? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, suddenly the monsters are back the rock monsters and Kirk is like hey maybe we can distract them and um, Harry Mudd says uh, that is an outstandingly stupid idea oh, I'm sorry the, the drug oh no I'm sorry this is Spock that says this mm. which is why he says uh, that's an astoundingly stupid idea ah I'm sorry the drug I simply doubt that we can appeal to the better nature if they have one so Kirk, though, has an idea and asks if Mud has any crystals left. And Mud says, two, but they're worth a fortune, and one of them is in his ass. <laughs> Slowly working its way through my bloodstream. <laughs> uh, I'm seeing stars right now. That's what Star Trek's all about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Mud boofing. Uh, Captain, look, he's, he's as if he's on some sort of star trick <laughs> so um mud says they're worth a fortune and he won't give them up but then he reconsiders and gives them to kirk kirk uses them on the rock monsters and they become loving and docile back on the enterprise the potion begins to wear off and the uh the crew um and they're they're calling to be beamed back for the ship to for an emergency beam mm-hmm. but uh the potions act after effects are making everybody hung over and it causes hatred and animosity among the crew. Uh, Which is fair. That's just like getting drunk sometimes. Yeah. You just want to like, you just like get miserable the next day. Right, right. Uh, but Catgirl and Scotty are now fighting. Which no. is sad, right? And she's like clawing at him and shit. And he's like, I usually like this. <laughs> 
I can't uh, believe I let you come in me. <laughs> hey, it's it's fifty percent whiskey anyway. <laughs> can't be that much semen. If anything, it killed the eggs. <laughs> you just let me put my haggis inside you. I don't even got the knot. Or the barb, sorry. The barb. The barb. The haggis barb. <laughs> Do you have a haggis barb? <laughs> I don't even know what that means, laddie. Um, so suddenly they notice uh, and uh, Chapel is requesting an emergency transport, but they still don't do anything about it quite yet, which is really <laughs> weird. Yeah. So down on the planet, the potion wears off and the rock monsters start fighting. The crew is being back just in time, right before mm-hmm. they're hit by the rock monsters. So it takes like a minute after they're like, emergency beam up, emergency beam up. And then we go back down to the planet. We got that that music, the ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. Hi, Zebra. We love you. <laughs> That's our official podcast cat, Zebra. Meow, 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 meow. Yeah. She hobbling around. She she waddles. She do, mm-hmm. she do a waddle. She, she a little fat girl. We love her. <laughs> Are you doing the Sanford and some? No, baby elephant walk. Oh. <laughs> I don't know that song. Sorry. Uh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's the Sanford song. I thought that's what you were doing. No. <laughs> sorry. Anyway, so um Back on the Enterprise, Mud is placed in the brig where he confesses to other con jobs. Why would you do that, you I know. idiot? Without a lawyer. Right? You fucking like, doofus ass. He calls <laughs> himself an ingenious man and just snitches all over himself. Yeah, Harry, make sure you get a lawyer next time. Yeah. Never admit to anything without your lawyer present. Right? <laughs> Stupid. Don't say anything to the cops without your lawyer present. Yeah, indeed. I mean, don't just, no, don't talk to the cops. Yeah, don't talk to them. Never, it's not don't talk to the cops without your lawyer present. Only let your lawyer talk to the cops for you. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's the rule. Absolutely. Don't talk to motherfucking cops. <laughs> not unless you have a law degree. <laughs> I'm representing myself. Cool. <laughs> so, uh, when Spock asks if Cha- uh, Chapel if he can help her record Harry Mudd's confession, she repulses him and she's like, no, I can do it myself, which is like, even if she was hung over, she was still fucking hot for Spock the entire time. She was. So even without it. Yeah, exactly. This is super weird. It's the reason she was so easily manipulated mm-hmm. is because her pussy is wetter for Spock than her will to help Starfleet is strong. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's like she wasn't really intoxicated by it at all. Right. Yeah. It's like. It's it was like, sp- really Spock should be having this reaction. Right. And it's, you know, it's like the, the, the water breaks the rock after so much time, mm-hmm. you know, right? Like things slowly break down. And in the same way, Nurse Chapel's pussy juices mm. broke down her defenses. Mm. So she should still be far more receptive to Spock, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, erosion. That's the, that's the beauty of nature. Yeah. Ero- erosion <laughs> is very beautiful. We love an eroded mountain, don't we? <laughs> we love crop failure because of wind erosion. It makes, makes pebbles. <laughs> yeah. Pebbles are cool. Yeah. It makes sea glass. Yeah. I mean, wa- water. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It makes sand. It makes know. sand. Yeah. Yeah. 
The erosion's beautiful. Well, we ain't had no crawdad. We eat sand. <laughs> we eat sand. You eat sand. We eat sand. I ate your dog and I ate the mess he left on the floor. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> family guy. Simpsons. Lucky it's a family guy. <laughs> you know, when you think about it, Homer Simpson is kind of family guy. guy. <laughs> yeah, you could almost say, like, family guy was directly lifted from the Simpsons. You could, but they're not yellow. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, I feel like you're taking it. And Peter has glasses. Yeah, you're, you're making a little bit of a I don't a think Maggie's here. gay. Nah. Eh, that's, uh, uh, Yet. Yet. <laughs> Not until the libs get to her. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Spock uh, tells uh, Harry Mudd, a few moments of love paid for with several hours of hatred. Your potion is scarcely a bargain, Harry. Spock then assures Mud he will get rehabilitation therapy for his crimes, which is a cool thing to like mm-hmm. focus on because they barely ever talk about crime and punishment in yeah. the Federation. Most of the time, it's like, oh yeah, they're on a prison colony, and I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm going to Australia. Yeah, that's not good because that's like the same idea that the British had back in the 18th century. Mm-hmm. So maybe don't do that because the British weren't so good with things ever. Um, yeah, it's 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 a weird idea. It's a bad idea. Yeah, bad, bad dong, bad and wrong, bad and wrong, bad dong. So uh, I'm glad that they actually address that here in the child's program mm-hmm. where they uh, dismiss homosexuality. Yes, as not even existing or not. To like Harry Mudd, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is crazy because he's fucking gay. He's oh yeah, so gay. No one, no one laughed like this in the seventies, <laughs> and was check. straight. He was never married. Yeah, right. That makes so much sense. <laughs> yeah. He sounds a lot like the guy uh, who played like the villain on Lidsville. Never you know? seen it. He was also the the center square on fucking. Um, <sighs> Uh, Hollywood about? Squares for like the 80s. Oh. Not Dom DeLuise and not uh, uh, Bruce Valanche. Oh, okay, then I don't Neither know. of those two. Bruce Valanche, is ob- everyone knows he's Oh, gay. yeah, yeah. Like he's, a, he's, he's literally a gay Muppet <laughs> that somehow haunts Hollywood. Like, he's crazy. He's still alive. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. And he's like 80 or something. He's old wow. as fuck. He's been writing like the, the punch-up for the Oscars for like the last 40 years. And shit. Wow. Yeah. Mm. There's, a, there's a really good documentary on Bruce Valanche that I recommend. Mm. Check it out. I think it's called, like, Get Bruce Valanche or something like that. Yeah. Anyway, um, <clears throat> Spock assures Mud that he will get rehabilitation therapy for his crimes, which I really like that they included that. And you know what? That's probably the only thing I like in this entire episode. <laughs> and we have the final joke where Mud laughingly answers, I hate to leave you all. All of my loved ones... <laughs> That's the end. Yeah. What'd you think? It was alright. No, it wasn't. <laughs> this episode sucked, dude. This episode sucked. The animation was good. The animation wasn't bad. It was it was like definitely better than the animation on most of the episodes we mm-hmm. watched so far. Except for maybe like the first one or something yeah. like that. It was pretty cool. That introduced some like yeah, different animated characters, like not just like the 
the stock characters that they have. Oh, they had a rock monster. They had a rock monster. The rock monster looked good, I thought. Yeah, and, like, the scenes that they had on the bridge where everyone was drunk and stuff were, like, brand new scenes mm -hmm. where, like, a, there's a lot of reuse. As you've pointed out in a bunch of times, it'll just show, like, everyone on the bridge and they're, like, bracing themselves for yeah. impact, even though they're just, like, traveling through space. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I thought the story on this is really dumb. It was. Nurse Chapel needs to be fired for this. Like, it was just, it made Starfleet look bad and stupid, mm -hmm. and its members look very unprofessional. Yeah. And it made Harry Mudd look cool as hell, baby. <laughs> he's still, he's still, he's still socking dingers on the, on the Federation. Socking dingers and sucking dongers. Mm -hmm. Hell yeah. I'd love to see it, folks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what would you rate it? Uh, animation was good. Everything else was stupid. Five. Yeah, I'm probably gonna go four. Yeah. It was, it was like, yeah, the animation was fine. It was, I mean, it was it, it was it wasn't as good as like an average episode of this so far. I don't think. No, I mean, it's again like continuing the tradition of just doing like um, remakes of previous episodes. Remakes of previous episodes that are also like just rehashed Western scripts. Yeah. <laughs> like the, the the western thing here is super obvious. They, the yeah. the rock monster is like the only thing mm -hmm. that's different. Yeah, they definitely like um were trying to crank this out as as cheaply this show as cheaply as possible because mm -hmm. they probably spent all the money on the voice actors, honestly. Which is why they couldn't afford Walter Koenig, which is yeah. why they bought a script from him. Yeah. And uh and so then the scripts they probably just picked up a random western script, unmade western script, put a bunch of sci-fi terms on it and were like yeah, <laughs> good. Good enough. Fuck it. Yeah, shoot it through. Why not? Who cares? Yep. What's yeah. the worst thing can happen? And then what are they going to cancel this show? Who cares? <laughs> then the animation. Okay. Okay. Ish. On this on this episode, it was okay. Better than usual. More like new scenes than usual, and it didn't take like in place entirely on the starship in like boring settings. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, still not great. No. No. Um. I don't know. Do we want to keep doing this week after week? Uh, do we want to? Yeah. Yeah, okay. We'll just keep doing TAS for you folks. Why not? Yeah. Maybe Finish we'll. Finish it out. Yeah, yeah. Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> all right. You got anything more to say? Anything else? Mm. We all good in the hood? I'm all good in the hood. All right. Well, I guess that's a good place to leave it. Mm. I guess it's time for us to warp away. Be well. Travel safe. And a Soy Trek rule of ass lickzition number 34 says. <laughs> if it exists, there's porn of it. Oh, that is rule 34. Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't even mean to. Okay. <laughs> Fuck it. Why not? That's why our not? rule two now. <laughs> Good enough for me, son. Thanks for checking with us, Soy Boys, Girls, and Obridly Beans. Hang dong and shocker.
and the server is a girl with a head PE tattoo on her wrist. Oh my god, is he in love? Uh, no, he is. <laughs> <laughs> he gonna suck her pussy. 